Hey guys, welcome to the Bada Boom Podcast. This is Chris. This is Troy. Uh, today we got a very special episode. Today we're talking Spider-Man No Way Home. Don't worry though, this is before we've seen the movie. There's no spoilers in the episode. That will be for next episode. But let's go ahead and just kind of recap a little bit, refresh our memories. Uh, you know, where did we leave off with Spider-Man in the last movie i feel like with the pandemic and everything like it's really been so long since that movie has come out like spoilers for spider-man homecoming and <laughs> far from home there are no spoilers for no yet yet <laughs> yeah um like you said that movie i believe was the last marvel movie before you know the pandemic which is crazy when you think about it because it ends on this note that's that's kind of crazy it changes the whole fabric of the mcu and by fabric i mean spider-man's world he in the last movie mysterio framed him for his death and also revealed that he is peter parker crazy that's like, you know, his biggest fear and like at all times that, you know, everyone's going to know that he's he's Peter Parker. He's Spider-Man. Yeah, and uh, that's something that was um, done in the war storyline in the comic books, um, which was a big moment. And I didn't know if they'd ever do that. Even though it makes sense, considering there really is no such thing as secret identities in the Marvel Universe. Um, particularly the MCU. But when you think about it, it, it was a, a big moment in the movie because it, it it changed his world. It felt like his world was, he was finally finding his footing as Spider-Man. He had revealed it. As he's Spider-Man, you feel that everything's going good for Peter, which should have been a hint that things were going to go really bad. Um so to have this movie come out, what is it, two years after the last one? Um, also, even though we're very excited about this movie, it almost didn't happen. Disney and Sony um, had a brief divorce um, where we're all scared about who would keep Tom Holland um, if we'd ever see him in the MCU and what this third movie would look like. Um so to see this movie come out with the hype that it has, the impact that it has in the MCU, how integrated it is to it, um, it is exciting. And what do you think about that, Troy? Yeah, we got to give Tom Holland himself a shout out for. Wait, wait, I think it was like one of the one of the higher ups at Sony. He like just went over to their house and started talking about how Spider Man can stay in the MCU. So, you know, gotta shout make sure Tom Holland gets credit where credit's due because we wouldn't get this movie without uh, that brave and bold decision. Uh, and, you know, mentioning secret identities earlier, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, man, pretty much everybody that we've had in a Marvel movie has had, like, we know who they are or, like, everybody kind of knows who they are. Even Hawkeye, who's supposed to be kind of like a secret agent a little bit, like in the Hawkeye series, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he saved he saved the the planet." They no one by his face, so it is kind of like a 
refreshing in, in the second Spider-Man uh, Far From Home that like, oh yeah, there is like this classic comic book trope where he's trying to hide that he is Spider-Man all the time. Uh, but yeah, like leaving where he left off, he's got no identity. It's going to be uh, exciting to see, you know, how he's going to handle that pressure and, you know, the consequences that come with from some of those actions of having to deal with that pressure of everyone knowing he's Spider-Man. That is exciting because it's it's something we haven't seen in the MCU, someone actually being worried that they've been revealed to the world. Um What's also interesting I find about this no this home trilogy is the villains cuz if we're being honest the villains Vulture and Mysterio were dope and I'm really excited to see Goblin, Doc Ock, Electro, Sandman, Lizard all in the same film but it all feels like they're not really Spider-Man villains. And by Spider-Man villains, I mean Tom Holland Spider-Man villains. They either hate a different version of Spider-Man or Iron Man. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like one my one um, criticism of the trilogy, even though I'm all in. I love the first one, love the second one. It does feel a little weird where it's almost like, hey, he's just kind of in the middle of this. You know, the people don't really hate him if... If they'd have it their way, they wouldn't even be fighting him. Yeah, and not to jump the gun a little bit, but I think, you know, maybe later on in the second set of trilogy that's been confirmed, you know, Spider-Man's going to get his own kind of villains, get his own, you know, now the whole world knows who he is. And maybe like in the second set trilogy, it'll be people being like, yeah, I really don't like this particular guy, this particular Spider-Man. I want to... I really want to destroy him and, you know, the villains will feel more like they're his own. But I got to say, you have a really good point, man. You know, uh, Green Goblin, he hates Spider-Man. He hates the Tobey Maguire version of Spider-Man. And we kind of got to see in the trailer how Doc Ock reacts to this not being the Peter Parker he knows. So I really want to see what the Green Goblin uh, you know, hopefully, you know, full-on William Defoe's got to say about this not being his Spider-Man because he really instilled a lot of doubt and fear into Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Tom Holland's Spider-Man is kind of like still in that stage, maybe not the most confident or, you know, he felt very down on himself that Tony, Sp Tony Stark picked him. But like he gave it all the way, gave it all away to Mysterio. So you know, is is William Defoe's Green Goblin going to be able to instill that same kind of fear and doubt in him uh, in this movie? Is it, well, well, first off, is he is he going to have time to do that? This movie's not two and a half hours. I think it's like two hours and twenty minutes. So you know, we got to have time for everything. Yeah, um, that's another interesting part about this movie is like we're putting all our hopes and dreams into this movie. And um, what if it doesn't live up to that? <laughs> I don't think uh, people are prepared for that. Um, from the early reactions, it seems like it does in a lot of ways. Um, but this movie is unique in the way that 
so many people have put so much of their own ideas as fans into what this movie should be. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they receive it for what it is and not what they think it should be. Um, that's going to be hard for me. You know, I'm really hyped for this movie. Um, I haven't been this hyped for a movie in, in quite a bit. So to be able to kind of experience it on Thursday in the afternoon to finally get it out. <laughs> Hopefully I'm able to see the things I hope to see in the movie, which is, you know, Toby and Andrew. I'm not even a big Andrew Garfield Spider-Man fan, but the idea of seeing three live action Spider-Man on the big screen is, is something insane. Yeah. I think that's on everyone's wish list. That's on mine. Uh, for sure. What 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 are like two more things you got on yours, man? Toby and Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Toby and Andrew. Those all three Andrew. of them, and then you want more Toby, and you want more Andrew. Yeah. I the the other thing was uh Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, but I, we know that. Um, we have a pretty good sense that you know we'll get other Spider Man in this movie. But it's not 100% confirmed until we are, we're all sitting in that theater and we watch it in front of us. Um, Do you think this is going to be like an in-game moment? Like I remember in in-game when Captain America picks up uh, Thor's hammer and like everyone in the movie theater just like yelled and screamed and like you could have had the entire movie like turned up the volume all the way and everyone would still be yelling louder than the volume like you think it's gonna be like that kind of moment when we get all three of them on the screen at the same time dude uh there's not a theater (laughs) that it's soundproof (laughs) enough to be able to contain that that noise i feel bad for people that are like waiting for their showings while other showings are going on because I'm sure they'll be able to hear people going absolutely nuts in the theaters when those moments happen. Yeah, man, I got to have my uh, AirPods on with some noise canceling, like, leading up to it. I don't want to be outside waiting to... Well, we got we got assigned seats, but... So I don't want anyone coming by being like, oh, man, this one part. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to watch it. Don't tell and me. That is why we have a 3.30 showing exactly <laughs> everyone else i know they're seeing this like after work or like late at night and i'm like guys like but from three o'clock to when you're seeing it at eight o'clock that's only like five hours but like that's a full day when like a movie this big comes out like that's a full 24 hours for someone to ruin your day but really it's only five it's less than five hours because i'll oh, get out of the movie like you know two and a half hours later but still yeah uh, i've deleted twitter i've deleted instagram i've deleted reddit i've deleted facebook off my phone just oh. to avoid any chance of there being a spoiler i might even delete the new york times like that's how Dang, <laughs> committed i am to not get spoiled well you made me feel a lot better just now because now i know why you're not liking all the memes i'm sending you Oh, yeah, I, I deleted it yesterday. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cool, man. You'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I... I'm going to have, like, you know, 100 messages on Instagram. And, like, 90 of them, 90% of them are going to just be like, man, this will be a funny thing if it happens in Spider-Man. So we talked about my hopes. What are you hoping for, Troy? Dude, I think you nailed it 
for sure everyone wants to see Toby and Andrew on the screen. Uh something that I haven't heard too much about because I feel like we've kind of talked about it in other movies already, but I would love for someone to say with great power comes great responsibility. And like I don't want Tom Holland to say it really cuz like I feel like we got Tom Holland's like our little baby Spider-Man where we're like, hey, look, we're going to hold on to him for a long time. He's got a lot to go through still. But like with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, we're like, hey, every movie we do, this could be our last movie. So we got to put everything in it. So I feel like his character is still kind of growing up and realizing those things. So it would be dope if we get that line from Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, um, you know, just one of the other Spider-Mans to kind of like really uh, give him some more confidence, like after this movie. So yeah, that... his dumb Uncle Ben. Yeah, and dude, like I was watching uh, Far From Home the other day, uh, and I realized, like, oh, his briefcase has uncle ben's initials on it ben parker yeah i was like dang are they gonna talk about th that in this movie i mean that's not on my wish list it'll be cool i'm sure they'll talk about it later on but um you know and that's how the other spider-man might they might have like a small window of like yeah hey this is how my uncle ben dies this is how my uncle ben died or something and maybe that's how they'll share that that might be cool uh but you know, we I think we got three other movies we can explore that in uniquely for uh, Tom Holland Spider Man. I'd say my my last thing out of the the big three things I'd want, and this is a big one, a big one. I don't think it will happen in this movie, but I've got hope that it will happen because of Kevin Feige. Uh, I hope we get a Matt Murdock cameo of some sort. Like, you know, Spider-Man needs a lawyer. Charlie Cox has done an excellent job playing Matt Murdock. He's my number one pick. Like, I'll watch almost anything he's in. And Kevin Feige confirmed, you know, hey, when Daredevil comes into the MCU, it's going to be Charlie Cox. So, uh, it, it, do I think that's realistic for this movie? I don't have high... I don't think the chances are really there. I wouldn't bet for it. But, you know, if anything's possible, if I could put anything in this movie, I'd want a Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock cameo in some form of fashion in this movie. I think that would be super dope and just blow open some more possibilities and that we could talk about when other movies or other things start showing up. I don't think it was a mistake that he revealed Charlie Cox will be back as Daredevil. I'll just say that. Oh, you know... I don't think Kevin Feige really makes mistakes too often. Not even too often. Like, if he thinks it's a mistake, everyone's like, no, man, that was brilliant. I see what you did there. And, you know, like, he, he's got a master plan for, like, the ne next 10 years or so. So, you're right. It's not a mistake. But we got to see where it's going to kind of come in at. Yeah. So, with, with our hopes kind of wrapped up, um now we kind of kind of fed into that little bit of hype how excited are you to watch it 
Yo, okay, I get a little tired of everybody talking about it uh, all the time of like, man, you know, it's got this many days and, you know, and that kind of like brings down your hope for it a bit or your excitement for it because you're just like, yeah, you know, it was 72 hours the day before and now it's 48 hours. Um, but like, I remember when people were talking about this like a month out and they're like, I got to get my tickets or like the trailer is dropping. Like when the trailer drops, there's definitely big hype and excitement. But like my excitement levels have been kind of low for a little bit, maybe because I didn't want to psych myself out. But like now that we're we're doing this episode, and I'm like, dang man, we've only got, you know, less than 48 hours until we're gonna see it. This time in two days, we're gonna have watched this Spider-Man movie. You know, I don't think it was too big of a mis- uh, of a statement for Kevin Feige to say this is one of the most highly anticipated movies we've ever done. Weirdly enough, I it's on the level of Endgame, maybe even more. Um, if you think about it, people have been watching these Spider-Man movies longer than there's been an MCU. So the prospect of Toby coming back, seeing Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe, seeing Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus, it, it creates a level of excitement that matches, you know, Endgame and any movie they've ever done. So my my hype levels is you know over nine thousand at this point when it comes to this movie just because i think it's going to be fun we talked about it with venom you know it, it is good to get excited about movies and just enjoy them for what they are um, even though sometimes i could you know the mc movies can get bogged down by some of the tropes they dive into you know we're fans it's crazy that you know if what happens is that we get three on live action Spider-Man in one movie. It's going to be crazy. I remember when I, being a kid watching the Spider-Man movie and thinking like, oh, it's not going it could never get much better than this. So flash forward 20 years and here we are talking about a movie um, that possibly has not only three Spider-Man, but six Spider-Man villains and sets up the the future of a cinematic universe that didn't exist 13 years ago. Yeah, man. I mean, the last movie we had that had multiple Spider-Man in it, uh, the Spider-Verse. Like, I know that was animated and it's a different studio, but man, that was so good. And I am just even more hyped than like than than I was for that because like you know I grew up like you said this has been going on longer than the MCU I remember seeing the first Spider-Man with my dad and my grandfather and being like okay this is the best movie ever I don't care what anyone says I'm gonna watch this so many times over and over and it was my favorite movie for a long time like the hype is real and this is gonna be like one of the best-selling movies for since since the pandemic for sure but maybe maybe you know it's i don't think it's gonna match in game but it's gonna get pretty close hopefully it will i obviously it's a pandemic so um i will give it you know that space to not quite match like end game level of performance but it's gonna easily top whatever records were set this year by any of the movies released including marvel movies and going back to, you know, that moment you shared, I remember the first time I saw Spider-Man. I remember um, the theater I saw it on in Court Street in Brooklyn coming out with my aunt and my cousin. Um, I saw that movie so many times as a kid. I had it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray now. Um, 
I'm about to buy it digitally so I could have it in 4K. It's it's something that's we've all been a part of. Spider Man is he's a bit above the MCU. He's someone that kind of stands on his own. So to see him kind of integrated in the MCU and if this is the last movie that he is in the MCU for, I hope it's a great send off. I hope it's something that fans can celebrate. Um, I'm I'm really glad this is the way um, Marvel and Sony decided to kind of kiss and make up. Yeah, I I'm glad. I don't know. I can't remember how many years ago it was, but the first time we saw Spider-Man in that Civil War trailer and people were like, what? And I know some people were like, what? That's crazy. And some people were like, oh, come on, we got to do Spider-Man again. This is like the third time. I hope we don't do an origin story for this guy inside this movie. And like every time since Spider-Man first showed up in Civil War, like it's been done some well, it's been relatable and you just can't do anything but root for him. And that's what I'm really excited to do to go into this movie is see all these villains that he's got no background with, knows nothing about and root for him to do the right thing or the, you know, the best thing and see him take down all these other villains hopefully with the help of two other Spider-Men, but I'm going to be rooting for him all the way. For sure. Well, I think that's it for the episode. I think we've talked our heads off when it comes to hype, 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 because uh, that's all this movie is, hype, hype, hype. <laughs> we will see you guys on the other side. When we record our next episode, we would have seen Spider-Man no way home we would know if toby and andrew and also charlie cox were in it uh, <laughs> and we'll report back our thoughts uh if it met expectations or exceeded expectations as troy knows oh yeah can't can't wait to share it because man if you think we're excited now just wait until we're gonna just be fangirling about this fanboying about this uh in a couple days and you're gonna be one of the first few people that are gonna get to hear about it here on our bada boom podcast hey guys we'll see you on the other side bada boom bada boom